Earlier last week, I had the chance to sit down exclusively with Denver Broncos free safety Justin Simmons, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, and tight end Noah Fant during Super Bowl Radio Row Week. I got their thoughts on Nathaniel Hackett and their growth, especially for Justin Simmons. His thoughts on meeting the Broncos' new head coach, Shelby Harris, and what the Broncos could do better going into 2022. And for Noah Fant, how the Broncos' offense can utilize him to what he does best. You get that and much more in today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back into a brand new episode of Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Lockdown NFL Network, your team every day from the South Stands to the end zone. I'm your host as always, Cody Rourke here, post-Super Bowl 56. The Rams, they've won the Super Bowl. Von Miller, an impact player in that game, set to become a free agent. What a week it has been, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of Pro Football Network, I was able to be in Los Angeles all week long interviewing some amazing legends of the game and current players. And I also happened to get a chance to sit down and speak one-on-one with Denver Broncos free safety, Justin Simmons. We had a really great insight and conversation. His thoughts on Nathaniel Hackett. We talk about the Justin Simmons Foundation and much more. And you're going to get that interview right here, right now, courtesy of my sit-down one-on-one interview with Denver Broncos free safety, Justin Simmons. We're here at Radio Road Day 4 in Los Angeles, and i got a really great guest on hand. It's Denver Broncos free safety, Justin Simmons. He's their three-time back-to-back-to-back Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee, and he has a chance to win the NFL. Walter Payton Man of the Year at the NFL Honors here tonight. Justin, thank you for making time out of your schedule. I know it's busy. Everyone's going crazy at Radio Row. How you doing? I'm great. I'm loving it. Yeah, getting to have great conversations. I mean, I'm here with Cody. Uh, We're ready to go, so I'm pumped. You know, I'm super stoked to kind of get to sit down with you. Obviously, you know, you're entering year seven of your career. Unbelievable. I mean, coming in, I remember your rookie season. Now, there is one thing that could be announced tonight, and hopefully your former teammate Demarcus Ware makes it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and hopefully you can take home the Walter Payton Man of the Year nomination. And what was it like? I know coming in your rookie season, you had guys like Akeem Tlaib, you had Darian Stewart, TJ Ward in that locker room with you, and Demarcus Ware. And obviously, that was his final season in Denver. What did that do for you as a leadership standpoint? Because now you're the leader in the Denver locker room. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, having those guys, you know, different personalities, different leadership styles, uh, you know, different ways they communicate. Um, for me, it was great, you know, just being like a sponge, asking questions, you know, figuring out what my style was, you know, just depending on, uh, you know, how I felt in terms of whatever their responses were, or how they led or how they took care of their bodies or things like that. And um, I'm extremely thankful, man. I think I came into just a really a great group of like unique players and, and personalities and uh, really getting like, you know, tidbits from each and every one of them that kind of helped get me and, and prepare me to where I am today. Well, I mean, obviously for you to be able to be here, I and mean, we've always talked about you, an Ironman has always played 100% of the snaps. You've, you've done a really good job with keeping your body right, eating the right things, and making sure that you're taking care of business. Obviously in the weight room, iron sharpens iron. But now as you enter year seven, coming off of a contract extension, back-to-back career years for you, George Payton valued what you did on the field and said, hey, we want to bring Justin Simmons back because it's not just what you do on the field, Justin, it's what you do off the field. So I want to talk a little bit about the Justin Simmons Foundation 
and the amazing initiatives you're putting forth to help empower the voices in the community of Denver, not to mention the entire country, especially when it comes to social injustice and standing up for that. How big has that been for you? Because it, it, it's evolved over the last couple of years, but you can see that you're a big, stable part of the Denver community and in the entire NFL community. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just, I'm really a firm believer in, in being where your feet are, right? And so obviously being in Denver, calling Denver home the past six years, um, I just want to make sure that like I'm being present in the moment, you know, in Denver and just giving back in all ways that I can. And being in that, I always tell people like, you know, I wouldn't trade, you know, my job and what I'm doing for, for anything, you know, in the world. But um, I'm, you know, bigger than a football player. Yes. And I want to make sure that, you know, while I'm while I'm here, while I have the platform, um, that I'm giving back, you know, in the same ways that I was giving back to when I was growing up. I was invested into when I was growing up. And that's what my wife and I, uh, that's what our vision is for this foundation and giving back. And I'm just extremely thankful for a bunch of different partnerships along the way, right? Like having the, you know, partnerships with, you know, certain teammates and helping me out and figuring that goal out, right? Having partnerships with um, you know, my foundation manager who's helped me, you know, kind of figure this thing out, having a partnership with Nationwide, you know, who's helped me kind of figure out, you know, like what I want to do and, and how I'm going to do it and just really just making sure that like whatever I want to do is being fully, you know, like funded and, and it's supported 100 percent. And then that's really, you know, those, you know, those are the things that really help me to be able to do what I want to do. And that's what I'm excited about. The impact that you have in the lives of, you know, the people, your teammates, the community, the youth around you is super empowering. And, you know, always appreciate that aspect about you. Justin Simmons, more than just a football player. Final question I have for you here. New head coach, Nathaniel Hackey. He's got a lot of energy to him. And obviously in his introduction, I saw the FaceTime. He was FaceTiming you and he said he's a hugger. Have you had a chance to meet him yet? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I met him. Um, yeah, we ended up we ended up conversating and uh, you know had had a great conversation and uh, it was great and he is a hugger yeah but just in case for those who are wondering um, you know first thing he did you know gave a hug but um, man I'm excited you know um, I'm, re I'm really excited I'm excited for him I'm excited for our team you know, I'm excited for the staff that's gonna be coming in and um, I think it's gonna be a great year I'm excited and lock in, ladies and gentlemen. This is Denver Broncos free safety, Justin Simmons, the Denver Broncos, Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. Tune into the NFL honors as we all hope that he takes home the NFL's Walter Payton Man of the Year and DeMarcus Ware of the Hall of Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Simmons. I really enjoyed sitting down and talking with Justin about this upcoming season, about his thoughts on Coach Hackett. And obviously, we all know Coach Hackett is a hugger. And I hope that energy that he has can translate into wins. It's a new year, new team, new goals, and hopefully some success here for this Denver Broncos team. A lot of questions as we go through free agency. You know we're going to get a little bit more of an in-depth preview on free agency as we continue on throughout this week here on Locked On Broncos. But coming up here in just a moment, Broncos country, I had to sit down exclusively with Denver Broncos tight end Noah Fan. We talk about what he was there at Super Bowl Radio Row to promote, not to mention his thoughts on the new upcoming offense for the Broncos and how Nathaniel Hackett, maybe how they can utilize him in the offense to 
what his skill set does best on the football field. We talk about that much more coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. That's our good friends over there at Built Bar. And you know it as the best tasting protein bar that is out there on the market today. Ladies and gentlemen, Built Bar contains nine amazing original flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavors. You have some puff flavors that are coming back for a limited time only at Built.com. They're healthy and the bars are covered in 100% milk chocolate. They're soft and they are easy to chew. And if you need the extra fuel to get you through your day every single day, Built Bar, they provide a little bit of a protein pack. There are 17 grams of protein to be exact, 130 calories and only four grams of sugar. You get that all at Built.com. And if you go to Built.com today, find a flavor, find a box that you and your family love. All you got to do is go to checkout. Use promo code LOCKED15. You know what that's going to do? That's going to get you 15% off your next order at Built.com. Once again, promo code LOCKED15 gets you 15% off at Built.com. As we jump into the second half action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, once again, Broncos country, thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. Super Bowl 56 week was unbelievable. It's a little sad now that football season is officially over with Super Bowl concluding the Rams going out on top, the Bengals fighting. We're going to have a whole bunch of storylines we'll talk about all throughout this offseason, how the Broncos can maybe push the needle a little bit and help the trajectory, maybe where they are headed. Can they get back to the big game? Obviously, Von Miller, we love to see him have an impact in Super Bowl 56. Didn't take home the defensive MVP award as I thought he maybe should have with the two sacks that he had coming up big and critical moments. But you know what? Outside of that, the lead up to Super Bowl 56 was spectacular. It was fun. And I really enjoyed my sit down that I got to have on Thursday of last week with Denver Broncos tight end Noah Fan, who's there on behalf of an NFT company promoting that. But we got to also talk a little bit about some of the changes. Obviously, things didn't go well for the Broncos or for Noah from a production standpoint point in 2021 however in 2022 he has some optimism that nathaniel hackett will find a way to utilize him to his strengths and what he does best let's get to our interview that i had exclusively sitting down with Denver broncos tight end Noah Fant. Radio Roll coverage continues here. Pro Football Network Daily. We're joined right now by Denver Broncos tight end Noah Fant. And look, very excited, Noah, to have you here. First off, you're here on behalf of Outcast, the Open Sea Marketplace, about an anime series where it's really immersed for the fan experience, where they have an opportunity to impact the story of the series too. Like NFTs are taking over. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah, so Outcast NFTs are, like you said, an anime-based NFT company. They only got 10,000 out there right now. Um, they have some, they're releasing some more, but the cool thing about Outcast is, right, so if you if you buy their NFT, it gives you a, it gives you a in into their uh, Andromeda metaverse that's coming up, that they're coming to release. And I'm, I'm hyped about it. Um, I'm, I'm in full, full support of this thing. I think that's going to blow up big. And um, I don't know if you know like about the metaverse stuff, but um, it's, it's essentially kind of like when you throw an Oculus on and you can see everything around you, and it's just all a digital world basically. So it's uh, it's coming, it's coming fast, but it's exciting. Oh, it's taking over, and, and ladies and gentlemen, you got to get on the train before it takes off. And this is one of the things we talk about here. Now, Noah, you just wrapped up year three of your career in the National Football League. Obviously, with the Denver Broncos, some ups and downs, some losing seasons, but you. You guys have grown as a unit as well. Now, obviously, in the offensive side of the ball, one of the ways, how do you feel like you could be utilized a little bit more, especially downfield? That's one thing that I touched on this season covering the team. we got to see you more on the outside because you're yeah. a mismatch nightmare for DBs. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that's something that's huge. Um, I think that, you know, Coach Hackett and Coach Alden are going to do just that. I mean, um, this year I played a lot more traditional inline wide tight end than I expected. 
Um, just, just being like you said, like I, my game is I move around a little bit. I'm split out. I'm, you know, in a wing formation, things like that. Um, but, you know, I learned a lot this year and I think it was great. So, um, but I think definitely like it's advantageous for me to be split out in certain situations and kind of get those mismatches that we're looking for um, and getting downfield, like you said, because that's what I love to do. So <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, and free, you know, we're losing out on obviously Coach Harmon, who's been super impactful in that room. I know with you and Albert O, he's going on, but now you have have Ben Steele coming in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you mentioned the offense. You know, have you had a chance to meet any of the new coaches just yet? Yeah, no, I have. I've, so I've gotten to meet Coach Hackett. Um, I've gotten to meet Co- Coach Outen, um, and those are the two that I've really met so far. And I've loved both of them a lot. Um, gotten to talk to them. Gotten to hear a lot of good things, um, their plans, and what they want to do. And uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Oh, absolutely, looking forward to it. Obviously, you know, what are some of your goals coming into your fourth season in the NFL? I mean, you came in as a rookie here in 2019, and now you're a veteran in that room for other guys. You know, what is that like for you now stepping up and being the veteran guy here in the National Football League? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just kind of breaking through this this glass ceiling of, you know, um, the last two years I've had close to 700 yards, 670, and um, just breaking through that glass ceiling and getting to that star status um, is the biggest thing for me. Um, you know, obviously there's a bunch of outliers, different having different quarterbacks, having different OCs, whatever it may be. Um, but I tried to stay consistent in the fact of, you know, just making the best of my opportunities. And um, that, that's the biggest goal is to just, you know, break through that ceiling and, and get to that, uh, you know, top five in the league. So. Well, we're looking forward to watching it, Noah, obviously, as you enter your fourth year in the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, Noah Fant joining us. Denver Broncos tight end on behalf of Outcast in the Open Sea Marketplace. The NFT world has taken over, and obviously very fortunate to have Noah here to talk about it, to break it all down today. Noah, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Appreciate man. you for joining. Yeah, no problem. A lot of great insight from Noah Fant. Really looking forward to seeing if he can have a tremendous season here in 2022. A big year for him entering year four. He is now a veteran in that room. Obviously losing tight ends coach Wade Harmon is a little bit of a blow, but the Broncos are really trying to figure out where they're going to go from here. You have to get rid of some coaches, especially if you're trying to install something new, trying to build a brand new culture, or if you're trying to do something schematically that best fits to what your talent can do. And, and you know, for Coach Harmon, unfortunately, the business side of the NFL takes some good coaches away from you. So hopefully the Broncos next tight end coach can come in and have a similar impact and help elevate a guy like Noel Fan. So I love the insight that we got from Noel Fan. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment. We're going to get to the conversation I had exclusively with Shelby Harris and Brandon Kristoff of KOA promoting the Shell Shocked podcast. We had a really good sit down interview. I tell you what, Shelby Harris in person is a fantastic person to just sit down and interview with. Nothing but laughs really outside of it. In between when the cameras aren't recording, love Shelby Harris, an absolutely fantastic dude. So we're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about BetOnline.net, the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos post-Super Bowl 56 show. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs in BetOnline. They remain the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn a little bit more about the trends and action today. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
All right, Broncos country, we begin to the fourth quarter action of today's episode of Lockdown Broncos. We're going to be joined by Sarah Bettinger on tomorrow's episode of the show. The whole travel situation coming back from L.A. Late Super Bowl is a little bit late when I recorded this there, so all the love in the world to my man Sarah Bettinger. We appreciate all your coverage. You guys holding us down last week through our free agency previews. We're going to continue those this week. We're going to take a look at the Broncos coaching staff as well as it continues to formulate this week. Could be the official week the Broncos have their D.C. officially. We will see how that all pans out. But, you know, one of my final interviews I got to have with a Denver Broncos player was Shelby Harris. He and Brandon Cristal of KOA joined me to promote the Shell Shocked podcast to talk about the Broncos 2021 season. And Shelby had told me we had too much talent on that team to not make the playoffs. And certain things didn't go the way that they had expected. But he also talks about the attitude that the guys have in the locker room and with Nathaniel Hackett and what they are excited for coming into the 2022 season. So without further ado, let's play the interview I had sitting down with Shelby Harris, Denver Broncos defensive line. I'm in best hands in the league. Radio Road coverage continues. And look, you know, the stars are out, but the real stars are here. We got Brandon Cristal. We got Shelby Harris, defensive lineman from the Denver Broncos. Best hands in the league. I mean, I don't think it's up for debate over the last several years. The amount of pass deflections he's had at the line of scrimmage. Plus, he's one of the most feared defensive linemen in the NFL. Gentlemen, hey, thank you so much for joining us here at Radio Row. Obviously, they both host the Shell Shocked podcast. You can get that free and available everywhere you get your podcast. An amazing lineup of guests talking football but also talk in life. That's the most important thing about it. Great to have you guys here today. Thank you, man. I'm really happy to be here. Well, you know, being able to cover you, obviously, you know, every single year, every single week of the regular season is always fun. Get a chat with Brandon a lot. Get to sit on media, Zoom conferences, and we always ask, who's going to ask the next question? Who's going to ask the dumbest question next? I mean, that's one of the things we get into here in media. But, hey, now we just get to have fun. This is free-flowing. So how are you doing? Uh, hey, I'm doing great, and it's, it's fun having Shelby on this side of the table. <laughs> Doing the podcast because we started it in the spring, yeah. and when he said, "Hey, let's let's start a podcast," I'm like, "If you want to do it, I'll, I'll do it with you. We're going to do it right." I didn't I didn't want to be half-assed. Once a month, I was like, "We're going to do it. We're going to do it all the way through the season, even when things aren't going great." And and to his credit, it just keeps building and building, and, and we're hopefully going to even you know do some bigger things here in the spring and summer. But it's it's fun having you be like, "Oh, we should go get hit." Like the versus, "Hey, there's Shelby Harris. Will you come on our show?" Which is your normal experience here. Well, you know, going back and looking at too, right, the 2021 season, you know, better from a win-loss standpoint than prior years, some ups and downs, and obviously a lot of growth along the way. You know, one of the things, too, after last season, not 2021, 2020, your performance landed you a contract extension. George Payton came in as general manager and recognized the homegrown talent and took care of that. How big is that just for the other guys in that locker room? Uh, I think it really just shows that, you know, you go out there, bust your tail for the Broncos, they're going to take care of you, and... And, you know, before, you know, it wasn't necessarily that, you know, thought process because it was always, you know, we go to free agency, you would never see anybody really brought back. It'd be like everyone's going to different teams, you know, like Billy Turner going to Green Bay, like, yeah. you know what I mean, all, all those moves. And, like, and they're not like they're bad players, you know what I mean? So George kind of just came in and kind of like, we value our own. You know, our own players are, are who we developed and who we want to stay here. So, you know, it's just, it shows the young guys, you know, you go out there and you ball, you know, Everything will work is like work work for itself, and so it's just really just it's really special because you know I made it clear Denver's the place I want to be, and George made that happen. Oh, and we've talked several times on the podcast before your journey in the NFL, going through different teams and trying to figure out where can I call home, and it was Denver. You know, it was great news to see the notification come across. Obviously, BK, you talked about it. 
Shelby Harris signing an extension to stay in Denver. Broncos fans love having you around, Shelby. Now, obviously going through and looking back at last season, you know, what was something that maybe stood out in the mind from you covering the team, but also from you as a player, you know, even though that there were a lot of people that wrote the Broncos off essentially in the division of the AFC West, you guys battled and fought all year long, and you started to turn some heads and disprove a little bit of that narrative. Uh, you know, we started to turn some heads, but we didn't do enough. You know, and you know, that football is not a game where you can take little victories like that. You know what I mean? And and the the, the thing is, it's five years I've been in Denver and not one playoff game. So that's what we're worried about. That that's the thought process. So that's where we gotta go. You know, last year we, you know, we saw the young, a bunch of young guys step up and make a bunch of plays. You got, you got, you know, Javante, you got Pat, you know, you got, you saw Barron come up and start making plays. You saw Coop, you saw all those young guys really, you know, come into their own and start making plays. And and that kind of actually goes into what we just talked about, you know, about the, the younger players. You know, they're seeing, you know, you see them making plays. Well, then they're like, oh, well, I might be here for a while. And but like, it's just, um, you know, it's hard to take little victories when, when you, you know, when, in a business like this. But I would say just the development of all the young players is like the biggest key because even though you see Draymond took another step and you saw Sosa, you know, show flashes. So it's all about, you know, just the, the, you know, the young guys maturing and, and becoming the players that we know they can become. And that's the most important thing. Now, covering the team, too, right? The ups and downs of the season, we saw different things. And we deal with a lot of the social media stuff, which is, you know, sometimes hard to tune out because not all the time, fans don't always understand what's going on or, you know, how the players are playing. They just look at the end result and they're like, oh, man, this sucks. Well, yeah, no one likes losing. But, you know, outside of that, it's more than just football. You know, we talk about what we're involved with, you know, with athletes outside, what they're doing with foundations, what they're doing in the community. That stuff's the most important stuff. Yeah, certainly in the big picture, what are you talking about? What we do here, what Shelby's going to do in, in five or ten years when he retires. Uh, but what he does, he and he gets paid handsomely, but he's still playing a game for a living. Very serious on Sundays. Love it. Right. Yes. Love it. Right. Love it. But he is, and, and, and Cody, you and I, we play in the toy aisle of life. Yeah. We don't have to sit and meet meeting after meeting. We're not doing stuff with our hands, laying drywall or, or you know, doing a construction gig or whatever. And, and so knowing all of that, you know, to your point about what's really important, winning games matters in Denver, Colorado, right? And in the Rocky Mountain region and in Broncos country. And I just finished my 14th full season covering the team. This team not making the playoffs I think was more surprising or maybe disappointing. And I always say that I'm not a Broncos fan, even though I buy a lot of Broncos stuff for my kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Blame it on the kids. Blame it on the kids. But, Go ahead. But, you know, my week isn't ruined when the Broncos lose, and my week isn't it, – it's made easier, but it's not. it doesn't change my whole week. Nonetheless, it's good for everybody in the region when they win. And they haven't been winning enough, but this team's talent level – was enough even uh, look Teddy got hurt and Drew's Drew still unacceptable but they should have been in the playoffs and and you look at like Shelby talked about with the core players that he has from the vets like he and Justin Simmons and guys that have been around to these now young guys year one year two guys and you got to think that George Payne's gonna have another nice draft class based on his track record he's one for one but if you guys get that quarterback figured out and it happens to be someone who's already established as a star or a vet that may come in or even Drew is the one that takes a step or one of these young rookies we got to see a bunch of them at the Senior Bowl that this team will I don't know if you'll be playing in this game next year it'd be awesome but you'll definitely be playing well into January not to January 9th but January 15th 23rd that this team has that kind of talent 
Yeah, hey, that's the most important thing. Hey, real quick, as we continue on here, Radio Row Shelby, new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. He's got a lot of energy to him. Now, obviously, with a brand-new head coach, there's always a lot of changes, and, and obviously some staff. Coach Kalar, to my understanding, is going to be a consultant, so he'll still be around. Outside of that, what's your initial impressions? Have you had a chance to meet with him yet? Yeah, I met with him uh, once. You know, it's just, like, the energy. You know, it's just, uh, it's, it's, like, you walk in there, it's like, oh, okay. Like, like you actually you actually love this. Like, this is, like, this is your dream. You can tell he's living his dream. And just, uh, you know, that's the energy that makes you want to go and play for a man. You know what I mean? So it's just, he already is winning over people just by his energy. But then they actually start talking about philosophies, and it's like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. And so it's just, um, I'm really excited. I, I'm excited for just the offensive creativity that he's going to bring. You know, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be moving people around, put them in positions to be successful. And so, you know, obviously, you know, we're not going to, like, blame one side of the ball, but obviously the offense struggled a little bit last year. And so to bring in a guy that, you know, that kind of can change everything, and everyone I've talked to about him loves him. Yeah. You know, literally, we ran into Aaron Jones early. He literally said he loves loves Nathaniel Hackett. But it's just like for a guy like that to come on and, and be our and be our coach and kind of just bring that youthful energy, you know, it's just it's only up from here. But honestly, you can't go much lower. We haven't been winning, so so and that's the thing. So it's just you know, it, we just want to win. You know what I mean? We just want to win, and I feel like you know, Coach Hack is is is, is, is you know going to make us a contender. But then you know, and it's going to make our offense hit better without making our defense take a step back. Well, we're looking forward to training camp, the battles that'll come up. Obviously, that's a little bit of a ways away from now, the offseason year. Real quick here, I'd be remiss if we don't talk about a little bit of a debate. The last time the Denver Nuggets played the Milwaukee Bucks, don't, don't you were there. Me, you were there. Jokic took over, and obviously they, they won over. again. Giannis versus Jokic. I mean, is there really a debate? I mean, both players are different. I know everyone wants to talk about MVP, the difference between what Giannis is doing versus Jokic, but can we just admire greatness in both players? Both of them. And, and and my biggest thing when it comes to both of them is is they're both great players in their own. And the thing is, it just depends on, I feel like, you know, who, who you would want. It depends on who the role players are. Because each player does things completely different. Yeah. And so literally, like, if you have Giannis, you want shooters around him. You know, you got Yoshi, you want, you want, you got to have, like, he's kind of a ball handler. You need someone else to really be the main ball handler and kind of just pass it around. So, I like Giannis. You know, obviously, I, I love Giannis, but, you know, as you said, though, let's just appreciate the greatness while it's here. Because I always hate, because people, you know, when LeBron and Kobe, everyone was talking about LeBron and Kobe, then we lost Kobe. Let's just appreciate good, good players while they're here, good basketball while it's here, because it might not be here for a long time. Well, this is why we all tune in to Shelby Harris. Ladies and gentlemen, you can watch him on Sundays playing for the Denver Broncos, but you can listen to him every single week on the Shell Shocked podcast. He and Brandon Cristal, a lot of amazing guests. Gentlemen, hey, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join me here. PFN Daily, Brandon, great to see you as always. That'll do it for today's episode, PFN Daily. Like I said earlier, sitting down with Shelby Harris is fun in and of itself. After the cameras are rolling, he cracks jokes, man. He's just a laid-back, fun dude to be around. And obviously, a lot of respect for Shelby and the work he does on the field and off the field. Looking forward to having him be a stable part of what the Broncos want to do to try to come back and get the Broncos back to the postseason here in 2022. But now we are full steam ahead, ladies and gentlemen, with the offseason. Broncos country. This is a big moment here for the football team. This is a big moment for Broncos fans in general. Free agency is coming up. 
what is the team going to do? There's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of uncertainty. But one thing that we can be certain of is that myself and Sarah Bettinger will be here every single day to bring you the best Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage out there on the web today because we appreciate your interaction, your contribution as Broncos fans. Let us know in the comment section down below. Once again, you can get us here free and available everywhere you get your podcast and audio format. You can watch us on YouTube. All you got to do is hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage courtesy of the Lockdown Broncos podcast. But with that said, Broncos country, Sarah Benninger, myself, we are back tomorrow as we talk about the Broncos coaching staff and then we continue our free agency preview ahead of next month's wild time that we will have and we got you covered here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast.